So Jason does Skill Building Sundays live every single Sunday at 1 p.m. Eastern. So if you enjoy, feel free to zoom in next week or the week after. So thank you for tuning in again live today. Uh, today is Sunday, October 15th. It is almost 1 p.m. I don't know if you guys can hear me or not. Different setup. Yeah, yeah, audio difficulties. Better? Cool. Um, so you are now, it is now 1 p.m. on Sunday, October 15th, and you were watching Skill Building Sunday with me, Jason Leeser. I will be your host for today. Today is going to be a little bit crazy because we are here live at Paradise Tattoo Gathering, um, where we have absolutely incredible caliber of artists here um i'm still fanboying out a little bit and i have been perpetually for th three days it's a lot um when you can walk down any aisle or row and you know see incredible artists like sandy mcandrew soba's here building machines um uh, andy chambers was here uh so nick baxter was right around the corner from me i mean tom strum was here you can't get better than the paradise gathering for education for tattoos of any kind you can't we've been doing live collaborative artwork for the past three nights i'll get more into that in a little bit because i do have an introduction i have to get through um so in that case um this is a live stream i am your host if you are a reinventing the tattoo member real quick side note please submit your tattoos for tonight's critique um, we do need more submissions, so please email everything. doesn't matter if you just did it, if it's not complete, everything, email it, send it to Sandy, send it to management at Reinventing the Tattoo, send it as a flash drive on a Raven, just get it to us somehow. Um, and welcome to Guy Hitchison's Reinventing the Tattoo community, where tattooers, apprentices, collectors, and the curious are encouraged to join in these live streams, real world events, to share and inspire and ultimately create better art and tattoos together. Kind of reminds me of the Paradise Gathering. Um, we beam out nearly every day and with your help have evolved into a quality network of amazing live and on-demand tattoo and art shows that have all been receiving rave reviews. You can find Reinventing the Tattoo in both of the app stores, the Apple App Store and the Google Play Store, as well as the Reinventing the Tattoo uh, YouTube channel our Reinventing the Tattoo Roku channel, which has 12 to 15 different episodes going at any given time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, as well as all of the major podcast directories, such as Apple and Spotify. Or you can do what most people do and go to your browser and do a search for Reinventing the Tattoo. Everything will be right there. It'll pop right up, uh, except for the book, which is out of print, and I'm still trying to find another copy of it. So if you or one of your friends has a copy that they are willing to sell for not an absolute fortune of money, please let me know. I would be happy to purchase it. No matter where you were watching live or on demand, you can always get the latest and greatest, most up-to-date information, all available at www.reinventingthetattoo.com. You can try it out for free. Uh, you do not have to subscribe right away, although we do recommend that you do because it is totally worth it. Not that I'm trying to shamelessly plug anything, um, but 
we have a number of sample webinars you can pick from, from the Reinventing the Tattoo Canon, or you can get some free advice from Guy about your unique goal setting, or you can take a comprehensive tattoo history course from Jay Brown. That's my favorite option. I'm a huge tattoo history nerd. Anyone that knows me knows that that is fact. I love tattoo history, all of it. It's more information, the better. Um, let's see. Also at reinventingthetattoo.com, you can find a full event schedule with full weekly and special event live stream details. If, for example, you wanted to beam into today's live stream, you could go to reinventingthetattoo.com, click on the live events calendar, and you would see a link there to join the Zoom session um, to join us here live at the Paradise Gathering, which is absolutely incredible. Shameless plug, shameless plug. Um, you can also find the Reinventing 24-7 channel, which is a lot like our Roku channel. Plays 13 different episodes going at any given time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. At reinventingthetattoo.com, you can also find a whole host of professional development courses from over 20 world-class tattoo artists. We are adding more all the time. Um, I'm almost done editing up a new black and gray seminar from artist Seth Mushrush. If this is working for you, please drop us a comment or in the chat. Please tag a friend who loves tattoos. Uh, we're always trying to get more people involved. Please tag everyone you know. Maybe they want to become a tattoo artist. Maybe they want to get tattooed. Who knows? Maybe they want to just get better at drawing. Tag everyone you know. Um, it's not going to hurt. Trust me. We have a number of weekly staple shows that we always encourage people to tune into, starting off at 1 p.m. on Sundays with me, Jason Leeser, and the Skill Building Sunday Drawing Group. That is followed up on Mondays with four separate episodes, starting off at 9 a.m., Drawing for Tattooers with James Wisdom, uh, where we get to go through and discuss basic drawing strategies and techniques, and help that helps us get back to what it is to be, you know, who we are as an artist at our core and get back to some of those core fundamentals. Um, I absolutely love jumping into that show. Uh, helps remind me of some of those basic techniques. It's amazing. Following the Drawing for Tattooers with James Wisdom at 9 a.m. At 11 a.m., we have the Tattoo Weekly Show with Gabe Ripley, Lauren Gregory, and Jake Meeks. And that will go through and keep you updated on any current tattoo news going on in this industry. If you're wondering about new regulations, new laws being passed, if you're wondering about, you know, the latest uh, APT, um, APT meeting, or yeah, that's ATP, lines of APT, yeah, lines of professional tattoos. Um, if you're wondering about anything discussed in that, if you have any questions about anything going on in the world of tattooing, Take a look at the Tattoo Weekly for the latest, most up-to-date tattoo news and information news going on in this industry. Following the Tattoo Weekly at 5 p.m., we have Let's Talk About Feelings with Robbie Ripple, where we get to go through and we've got a nice safe space to go through and maybe vent or talk about some of the things that we have to deal with as tattoo artists that maybe other people in our lives don't really quite grasp. Maybe it's marketing or professional development. Maybe it's, you know, dealing with um, time differences or prioritization of time, dealing with family life and home life and how we all want to be better tattooers. But maybe sometimes things are a little unbalanced at home. 
Um, all of that and more can be discussed in a very safe, open environment with other tattoo artists all at 5 p.m. Let's talk about feelings with Robbie Ripple on Monday evenings. Following that and capping off Mondays at 9 p.m., we have a live subscribers exclusive drawing group with Sandy McAndrew uh, of the Reinventing Tattoo Network, where we get to go through and cover different parts of the Reinventing Tattoo canon live every, every Monday evening at 9 p.m. And we get to do a deep dive. We do live exercises, live drawing groups, and we really get to hone in some of those skills that we use that are discussed in the Reinventing the Tattoo canon. Following all of that, on Wednesdays at noon, we have the Tattoo Now show with Gabe Ripley, where we get to go through and discuss various parts of the business and industry side of tattooing. Maybe it's marketing, website management, maybe it's advertising, or how to get more people to come through the door. Uh, All of those topics and a lot more as far as the business aspects of tattooing are discussed that is the Tattoo Now show with Gabe Ripley at noon on Wednesdays. Following that and capping off the week on Thursdays at 6 p.m., we have the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast with Fawn Baker, uh, where we get to go through and listen to a lot of different tattoo stories. People have developed these amazing collections of tattoos over the years, and they like to share their stories about how they got them, what happened when they got them, maybe they traveled to get them, Um, And a lot of other topics also get discussed at the Tattoo Collecting 101 podcast, and that is Thursdays at 6 p.m. Today, we are very fortunate. We are actually live coming to you from the Paradise Gathering here at beautiful Jiminy Peak, Massachusetts. Um, And it is absolutely incredible here. Highly recommend you guys sign up for this the next time you get the chance. Um, there is nowhere like this, no convention is like this, no experience you will ever have as a tattoo artist will ever be like this. You're literally on the side of a gorgeous mountain surrounded by amazing tattoo artists. And you can ask them whatever questions you want. Um, literally they cannot escape. You can follow them. Um, I don't recommend following them into the bathroom. That gets a little creepy. Please do not do that. Otherwise, you can find them. Ask them questions. I was having breakfast with Nick Baxter this morning. Where else could I have done? Yeah, I don't know either. Um, Maybe that time I broke into his house. Uh, No, joking. Just kidding. That was a joke. I don't do that kind of stuff. Uh, Would like to go through and thank a few of our sponsors. Um, and I would like to start out, let me turn this back on. Yay, yay, yay. Sorry, I am trying to multitask and do a lot of different things right now. Uh, do, 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 There we go. Starting off with worldtattooevents.com, the largest, most comprehensive resource for tattoo events worldwide. They're constantly keeping everything updated and, uh, upgraded and everything is 100% current. So if you are looking for a tattoo event or convention coming to a city or town near you, maybe it's one you want to visit. Um, that's how I usually go through and book my vacations. I look at worldtattooevents.com, find a spot I want to travel to and see if there's a convention going on. If not, I probably change my destination 
go to a tattoo convention somewhere else. Um, that's only because I love tattooing that much. Um, following worldtattooevents.com. Uh, let's see, that is doo, doo, doo. tattoonow.com, technology for tattooers, the leading edge in professional development, management, and digital tools for tattoo artists of all levels. Uh, tattoonow.com has been in the game for a very, very long time. They are 100% competitive with any type of CRM, uh, mailing list, or scheduling software out there. So if you are looking for the digital tools to help get more people to come through the door that want to get the kind of tattoos that you want to do, take a look at tattoonow.com. This is the number one name in how to get more clients to come through your door that want to get the work that you want to do. Uh, let's see. Next, we have Guy Itchison.com. He is the founder and inspiration behind reinventing the tattoo as a very personal and heartfelt thank you to Guy. Um, I can't thank you enough for all that you have done for not just me, but the industry as a whole. Thank you very much. You can go to GuyHison.com where you can pick up a copy of his biomech encyclopedias. He's got some custom uh, tutorial DVDs, some custom coil machines might still be for sale on there, as well as countless fine art prints and sometimes original paintings. So if you're looking for a Guy Itchison original or a print, you know, go to GuyHison.com and uh, pick it up straight from the man himself. Uh, would also like to go through and say a very quick shout out and thank you to Amy Nichols over at the Apprenticeship Diaries, um, who, if you are looking to get a tattoo apprenticeship, go through, take a look at the Apprenticeship Diaries. You will not be disappointed. Would also like to say a very personal and thank you, uh, quick shout out to Aaron Williams and Tatcom. These guys are developing tattoo tools that are light years beyond anything you could ever imagine. Um, take a look. They're absolutely awesome. I love them. And every time I talk to Aaron, he does incredible stuff. Um, let's see. As always, we ask that if you like today's show, please post a positive review on the channel. Help us get the word out. Make sure to hit that like and subscribe button down at the bottom of the page for all of the latest episodes and notifications for new episodes. If you would like to host a Reinventing the Tattoo event, become a sponsor of our community, or if you are looking for a fine art or a tattoo critique, you can always email management at reinventingthetattoo.com and we will get back to you just as soon as we can. would also like to go through and say a very quick apology to people that might be uh, beaming in today. I have been uh, up for the past few days with very little sleep. I am very dehydrated from certain things. Um, we're not going to get into that. Last night was a very, very late night, uh, but it was an amazing night. We created some incredible live artwork um, with some absolutely unbelievable artists. Gunner jumped in on some of it. Uh, we had uh, Andy Chambers was there. He was in more of a supervisory role. Um, yeah. Uh, Sandy McAndrew jumped in on a lot of it and absolutely crushed some of the collaboration art last night. Um, there will be photos to follow of that. 
don't be surprised. Take a look on the uh, Paradise Tattoo Gathering website. If you would like to purchase prints of the collaborative art that was created over the past couple of days, please, by all means, go through. I should have those scanned and up on the website fairly soon. Um, I'm still up in Jiminy Peak and have not yet gone back to get a hold of my scanner. So give me a couple of days at least. But prints of the collaborative artwork will be available just as soon as I can scan them. Um, we've got Henry Tattoos by Spirit, who has joined us today. I'm going to go through and it, uh, volume might be a bit loud, so I don't know who's controlling the audio, but you may want to turn it down a little bit. No, looks like they left anyway. Not a big deal. Um, cool. So today I'm just working in uh, Procreate for a little bit. Uh, here at Jiminy Peak, I did do a Procreate seminar, um, and I just wanted to go through and kind of tighten up this little dragon that I've been working on, that I'm actually also working on as a live painting. If you want to join me in the crane building after today's episode, I would be happy to go through, and you can watch me paint live as long as I still have some stuff set up to do that. Um, yeah. So I'm just kind of going through, this is all a very rough black and gray draft that I'm creating. Uh, I always like to do this before I create a, um, a lar large scale live analog painting. Just helps me block in some values, gives me an idea of where I want my light source to be. How do I want things to look? Not that that probably won't change in the actual painting. It usually does. I almost never stick to this kind of stuff. But it does give me an idea of what it could look like. Maybe I want to push my darks. Maybe I want to, you know, increase the contrast a little bit more than usual. Um, but it allows me to go through and do some testing, do some developing before I ever lay brushed paper or brushed canvas in some cases. It just allows me to go through and play around a little bit so that I could see what the potential could be for some of the things that I want to do. Um, you know, maybe I want to make this horn here a bit more textured. You know, maybe I want to add some more bumps or some craters. Maybe I want to give it some of that wood grain kind of look. Um, or on the opposite end of the spectrum. If I go through and I kind of erase what I just did, I've got a lot of different options. I could go through and just do basically a very large solid gradient. You know, I could take it all the way from super dark at the edges of the horns, and I could bring it all the way in. This would allow me to create a very dynamic contrast. However, I don't want to keep it super light because I've got a very light edge. Uh, let's create another layer because I like layers. Yay, layers. Um, I have a very light edge here. So what I would say is be careful because if you have a light here, you don't want to go with the light here. It's going to look kind of drowned out. So what I would instead recommend, not that this is, you know, anyone's artwork or I'm critiquing anything, but, you know, uh, sometimes and most of the time I do enjoy critiquing myself. So if I was going to add a bit more shadowing or a long gradient, I'd probably start out down here at the bottom. 
and swing that all the way out to the top. Um, sometimes you have to go through and blend it out a little bit. You know, by sketching and doing some doodles, rough sketches and rough concepts in Procreate, it does give us more flexibility. Um, and it allows us to go through and play around with different types of techniques, say scumbling, right? I don't do a whole lot of scumbling in my tattoos. By playing around in Procreate, it allows me the option to go through and practice that, get used to doing that. Um, scumbling is a great way to go through and create some texture, build up line weight, values, et cetera. Um, you know, but like I said, I don't usually do too much of that. So I like to go through and, um, I'm just going to try to adjust the angle of this a little bit. Maybe it'll be better. I don't know. Um, but yeah, so I do like to go through and use that to maybe play around with some things, play around with your lighting effects. Maybe I want to go through and add a bit more of a shadow here. Maybe build that out a little bit more. Who knows? Yeah, that looks better. Um, there we go. Create some nice shadowy kind of look there. You know, I do like the way that I have my horns done with very, very dark at the tips coming into this uh, much lighter face. What that's going to do is help draw my eye into the middle of the face. Um, and as well with this line coming down here, this is also going to help draw my eye to exactly where I want people to look. Um, I'm a huge fan of forcing people to look exactly where you want them to look and nowhere else, mostly just because I like to be in control, but that's a different story. Um, it's like, no, no, no. Look at the eyes here. Look at the eyes. You know, don't don't pay attention to the man behind the curtain, um, who in this case is James Wisdom from the Monday Morning Drawing Groups. Um, hi, James. You've been absolutely incredible this weekend. Thank you for all of your help and assistance. Bing, 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 bing. Pew, pew, pew. Um, so if I wanted to take a little bit of emphasis off of the top of the forehead, force people to look down here more at the eyes, my goal is going to be to darken or soften um, the top of the head, which was a much brighter highlight, by forcing people to look at the brighter and lighter area, um, say, for example, the eyes or this little maybe triangular area. My friend Ricardo would be so proud of me right now. I just brought up triangles again. Um, but you've got a nice little triangular shape here. Um, you could theoretically extend that out more if you wanted to and use a much bigger triangular shape. You know, But this area right here is typically where I want people to look. Because of that, I'm going to try to keep this as one of the brightest and most high contrast areas in the whole piece. Maybe that means I have to lighten the background a little bit so that there's a little bit less contrast there. Maybe that means I have to darken certain parts of the underbelly or decrease the amount of contrast, usually by washing over it with a light wash or something like that. 
Um, maybe I have to decrease the level of contrast in the belly or the hands to force people to look where I want them to look. Well, if I have to do that, I have to do that. Um, but it's a very easy way to go through and play with that to see what you look like. And then you can always zoom out and say, hey, you know what? Maybe I don't like where my emphasis is. You know, maybe I find my eye constantly being attracted to the forehead because it's one of the smoothest, simplest places in the whole design. Maybe I find my eye more, you know, attracted to or being drawn down more to this hand down at the bottom. Um, you never quite know until you take a step back. So I always recommend take a step back or zoom out and procreate if you're drawing something or sketching something. See how it looks from a distance. You know, do I really have enough separation between the drop shadow on this arm and the outer outside boundaries of the painting that I'm doing? I don't know yet, uh, mostly because I haven't gotten to that part of the painting. It happens. Um, yeah, so I like to play around with a lot of this stuff. Uh, you, I, Hopefully you do too. If at any point in time you ever have any questions about Procreate, Procreate brushes, layers, layer effects, any of that stuff, please, by all means, drop a line, let me know. I'll be happy to get in touch with you. I'll be happy to work you through just about any problem you might be having. As I discussed with a few people this morning at breakfast, sometimes you need to take a step back and examine your brush, your Procreate or iPad pencil brush tips. Um, Something not a whole lot of people actually choose to look at, but it can actually really be beneficial. Take a look at your Procreate or your iPad pencil tips. Sometimes they need to be replaced. Do it frequently. Save yourself the time. That way you're always working with a brand new, awesome brush tip. I don't have any kind I specifically recommend, mostly because... I still have to buy all of mine. No one's giving me free ones. So I can't recommend anything. Um, not saying I, you know, would only recommend stuff that people paid for, but, you know. I have no problem selling my soul for that. I mean, Lord knows how much money I've spent on Apple Pencil tips in the past two years. So for scumbling, I'm just taking it kind of slow and just moving my hand in a very you know, kind of chaotic, nonsensical kind of maneuver. And what that's doing is building up a lot of random textures, random lines. Um, it's not really giving me any kind of specific or consistent, um, you know, movement, which is creating a really nice kind of chaotic texture below it. And as you build this up, you're going to be creating a texture same thing basically happens whenever you use um, a scumbling tech or texture technique whenever you're tattooing. Um, I've seen many artists use this same kind of technique whenever they go through and they create skulls and skull textures, or they want to do rocks with really, really rough textures. Um, they'll go through after they do a little bit of scumbling, then they can go through and they can kind of wash over top of it with a very light wash. Sometimes maybe it's more of a gray, like a mid-tone gray wash. All kind of depends on uh, what kind of a look they're trying to achieve and what tone they start out with when they're scumbling. Um, another name for scumbling, as I was so enlightened by, 
uh, with Renee Little is schmooshing. I, I believe I'm pronouncing that correct. Uh, the schmoosh um, is a very effective professional artistic term. Um, at least that's what I've been told. So to schmoosh some of these uh, textures together um, and create some of this, uh, it's actually pretty easy. Keep everything very light, very spaced out. If you're adjusting your Procreate brush, what I personally recommend doing is taking your spacing, bringing it out. Um, if you take a look at the screen, you'll notice as I'm moving my spacing to the right, it's almost creating dots. So we're going to rein that back into about the 35% mode. What this is going to do is space out all of those dots to help create that kind of a texture so that I don't build up anything too dark too quick. This, if you are currently a tattoo artist, is very much akin to slowing your machine way down. Um, if Say you normally outline at five volts or six volts, bring it all the way down to two. Um, if you outline at eight or nine volts or 10 volts, bring it down to like five or six, cut it in half, run it very slow, still punchy, but very slow and just take your time and build and build and build. And what that's going to do, create this very nice grainy kind of pitted, like organic style texture that will allow you to go through and say, Hey, this is actually a pretty busy area as far as texture and contrast goes. You guys should probably look at this for a little bit, but don't stay here too long. You know, it's kind of like me at an art museum. They want me to come by and spend my money to get in so I can look at things, but they don't want me to spend a week camped out in front of a Caravaggio painting. I don't know why. I think I'm good people. I wouldn't mind taking up residence inside a museum. Um, it's just the way things go sometimes. I don't know. After like the second time I got yelled at for doing that, kind of got the hint. As uh, some of you that might be watching out there might be able to tell off the bat, I'm in pretty rare form today. Um, I'm still very, very tired and could use another like six cups of coffee before I consider myself human. Uh, unfortunately, that is not a possibility as of right now. Today's show will probably be a little bit shorter than normal, um, simply because I am on duty today to help out a very good friend and fellow tattoo artist, Bruno Salvatierra, for his show coming up today at 2.30, so please stay tuned, for Hablamos de Arte, um, which is a Spanish version of Drawing with Tattooers, um, and it is hosted in all Spanish. It's a wonderful show, wonderful uh, topic to be discussed. Everything is in Spanish. And um, it's always nice to get people that have different backgrounds from different cultures and to see how they interpret different things. Maybe there are certain things that are more prevalent in their culture or their society um, that lend them to working in a very different, very specific kind of way than maybe what we are normally exposed to. Um, but you never really know until you talk to them. Um, sometimes language can cause a little bit of a barrier. However, with the app Duolingo, I do not believe that it should be a barrier any longer. Get out there, get Duolingo, learn another language, please. Um, 
smooth some of this out. That way I've got a more smooth tone. Just kind of toning down some of this. That way it doesn't stand out quite so much. By toning it down, what I mean is taking a layer of light gray, kind of going over the whole thing with it a little bit. What that's going to do is decrease the amount of contrast. So I'm not having such a stark contrast between my light tones and my dark tones. By decreasing the contrast there, that allows any parts that are pretty light, uh, for example, parts of this knuckle and hand, uh, parts of the beard and the teeth, what it does is it helps isolate a lot of these other tones and a lot of these other, say, underbelly scales and things of that nature. It pushes those further into the background to allow things that have a much higher level of contrast to come forward. You know, it's kind of like the, uh, the old adage that if you use all bright colors, then none of the colors are bright. Well, in this case, if everything's got a nice bright white, you know, highlight to it, then nothing is actually technically bright. Those have to be toned down a little bit, whether it's via color, color temperature, hue, um, saturation level. Don't know, right? It could be any number of different things, but tone it down. Allow people to look where you want them to look but then try to get them to continue looking there as long as they can, right? For example, I'm noticing a lot of confusion in between the separation between the spinal spines here and this horn in the front. So I have two options. I can either go through and lighten the horn to allow that to stand out even further, or I can go through and I can darken the spinal spines, um, or I can darken the horn and that will allow that to kind of stand out a bit more. So what I'm gonna do is just hit this with a very, very uh, kind of light, quick layer of black and gray, and that's gonna help tone some things down for me so that I can go through and take a look and see if I have the right level of contrast. And if in fact, my eye is looking exactly where I want people to look. Probably need to tone this guy down a bit more. Same thing here and here. We're starting to get there. No, but I don't want to go too dark. I don't want to go as dark as the background. So I have to be conscious of that whenever I'm toning things down. Um, and that's only because I already have a pretty dark background on this dragon. So in that case, I would have two options. If I go with a darker dragon, I go with a lighter background. If I go with a lighter dragon, I go with a darker background. Um, so I'm just kind of playing around right now, maybe doing some pushing and pulling. Um, I'm going to go through and see, let's see, is that, yeah, perfect. So what I'm gonna do now is go through and just take a very soft eraser brush set at pretty high opacity and just kind of lightly drag it back and forth to remove just a layer of tone from this dragon's scales. What that's going to do is help these cast shadows stand out. It's going to help this arm stand out a little bit more. Um, however, since there's a lot less contrast in the arm and the hand, 
it's actually going to go through and create a much less contrasted tone or a much less contrasted element. Um, what that's going to do is make things a lot more subtle and help us maintain focus on the spots that we want to focus on. I'm going to do the same thing over here. You'll notice this trick being used quite a bit by artists that do a lot of large-scale composition. Um, occasionally, what they'll do is they'll go through and they'll finish a tattoo. And sometimes on the final session, maybe it's the second to final session, they'll actually take a rather large mag with you know a medium or a light wash, and they'll literally tattoo over huge chunks of the whole tattoo just to tone it down so it's got a little bit less contrast. As much as contrast is a wonderful thing, especially in the world of tattooing, as we always hear, contrast, contrast, contrast. Makes sense, right? Contrast equals longevity. However, if you're trying to achieve a certain effect and you want people to look at a certain spot, sometimes having everything with super high contrast is not a good idea. Makes sense, right? If everything is one thing, then nothing is that thing. So be aware of that. Try to stay open to that. Um, as I mentioned, today is going to be a bit of a shorter episode. Uh, there is still quite a bit of things to do. Um, I'm actually looking at uh, Mark Lascarbo from Needle Jig right now. Um, he's very animated, talking to people. Uh, Mark and I had a lovely discussion earlier this morning. I don't think he knows that I'm live talking about him on air right now, but he is a wonderful human being. Highly recommend it. Go take a look at Mark's products. He is over at Needle Jig Tattoo Supply. And we have to be careful what we say now because we just had Jake Meeks walk into the room from the Fireside Tattoo Network. No, this is just the way that I talk at all times. That it's a common mistake, but a lot of times when people think that I'm using an advertising voice or a TV producer voice, it's actually just me talking the way that I normally do, which is probably one of the reasons why I was asked to do these live streams. I don't know what it is, and I don't know why. But I'm going to continue doing what I do because it makes me feel happy and it's keeping me awake right now. Uh, so let's see. Uh, I'm not quite sure what my favorite part so far this weekend at Paradise Gathering has been. Um, there has been quite a bit to go over. Um, I think, honestly, the collaborative art in the evenings is something that I really enjoyed the most. Um, that and getting to make some new friends uh, that, you know, when you're bonding over creating art with people, they become friends for a while. Maybe not your whole life. You know, you don't know, but usually at least for a while. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to doing this again, hopefully in the future. Uh, from everything I've heard, maybe uh, maybe next year we can go through and we can do some uh, additional collaborative art. As I mentioned it, during the intro today, should anyone want to purchase copies of the collaborative artwork that was produced uh, here at the Paradise Gathering 2023, uh, please go to the Paradise Gathering website. 
that is tattoogathering.com within the next couple of weeks, and there should be prints available for sale on the website. Um, all proceeds will go through to the Paradise Gathering uh, group that helps put on the show. So please go through, help support them. Um, doing shows like this is not very, uh, not very cheap, to say the least. Um, and, you know, they deserve to be compensated for bringing such amazing people together. Really appreciate that. So, uh, we also ask that you purchase a paradise t-shirt. They're $50 a piece, right? Yeah. $50 a piece paradise t-shirts, uh, uh, $20 a piece. If you're here in person, um, or, or just period, just 20. I thought they were 50. I don't know. Maybe some lied to me. They're 20, $20 flat here or not paradise tattoo gathering t-shirts need to grab one. Absolutely. It's like a requirement. Um, yeah, they are right over there at the uh, Fireside booth. That is the uh, inside Fireside booth. Paradise Gathering tattoo t-shirts, uh, $20 a piece. Purchase one for you, one for your cat, uh, one for your dog, one for your friends, all of them. All of the friends you have need a Paradise Gathering tattoo t-shirt. You have to buy one. Uh, birds, yes, birds. If you have a snake, snakes love t-shirts. Buy your snake a t-shirt. Uh, dogs, gerbils, hamsters. Buy them all a Paradise Tattoo Gathering t-shirt. They need one. They're crying right now because they don't have one. On that note, um, I'm actually going to sign off for the day. Um, I think I'm probably losing my mind by now. Um, but it has been an absolutely incredible weekend. I ask any of you, please, if you have questions about anything I'm drawing, anything I'm doing, procreate questions, fine art questions, anything of that nature, please let me know. Hit me up. I'll be happy to discuss anything you want. I appreciate your time today. Um, and I cannot wait to come back to Paradise Gathering. Catch me next Sunday. Uh, that is Sunday the what 22nd. Um, here live on the Reinventing the Tattoo Network, live at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you very much for your time, and I hope you guys have a 